site of the earlier discovery, and the shuttle has cleared the tower. Hello everybody, welcome to this in Cheaper Than Therapy. I hope I find you all good. Um, is this the first podcast I've done since Christmas? I think it is, isn't it? I think this is the first the first one. The, la- the last one I did, I think, was the day before Christmas Eve, when I was... Was a full of rones. Maybe, maybe there's been one in between. Actually, I think there was one in between New Year. Um, I've got some stuff to talk about today, which is handy because it's a fucking podcast. If I didn't have stuff to talk about, it would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Um, but before I do that, I've got some stuff to get out of the way. Um, bit of promo stuff. The usual. This show doesn't happen without you helping because. I'm not made of money. I can't pay for hosting and all that sort of stuff. So if you want this show to continue, go over to the Patreon, sign up for a tier. It's absolutely on the edge of being viable right now, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, So anyone that's been thinking, I should probably go and help me out, should probably go and help me out by joining this Patreon, uh, now would be a fucking exceptional time to do it. Fucking new year, innit? New year, new you new patron subscription um so yeah just go two dollars i'm gonna try and start putting stuff up for you like sooner and not only just sooner but also try and stick some stuff up i've got another this not the director's cut uh which i did with Susie the other day that will go up as a patron only podcast because We've got quite a lot of content. I don't want to fucking suffocate you with podcasts. Um, there was also like a, a podcast I did with her, just like a, a bit of a catch-up one, that will also be going up on the um, on the Patreon, as a Patreon-only podcast. Uh, because must see audio, although I am going to slide the odd interview podcast in now and again, um, must see audio is going to mostly comprise of this podcast, which is going to be the weekly staple. Uh, and also, I've come to an agreement with my good friend, uh, Ollie from Alien Addict, that he, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know that whenever I go on Alien Addict, I will upload the audio from that podcast as a um, uh, as an audio show, not like the live stream, YouTube stream we do. Uh, I've spoke to Ollie, and we think it benefits both of us, and um, all Alien Addicts content will be coming to Musty Audio now. So he's also given me permission to use whatever I uh, I think would be quite good for you guys um, in his archive of interviews, you know, and there's some really good interviews he's done in the past. Um, there was some really good stuff he did with a paranormal research group, um, there's some really good stuff with Alien Scientist, who was on the last panel show I did. Um, there's some good stuff with Tyler from Secure Team 10. Um, Tyler was, I, I believe, the biggest UFO YouTube channel at one point. Uh, that was a good interview. Um, so I, there's probably going to be some of those sort of classic episodes, if you like, coming down the pipeline, as well as the weekly stuff that he puts out. Um It'll be coming maybe two, three days after 
the the live stream's been up. I think that's the way it'll work. Maybe, um, maybe on the, maybe that might be a Monday podcast that goes up on sort of sort of Sunday evening, Monday morning. I think that's probably the best time to put it up. Um, and then obviously this podcast as well. So there's lots of stuff coming your way. So come and fucking help me out. Anyway, um, oh, patron wise, God, remember, must see audio. That's the patron you want to look for. I think if you look for Lee Stevens content creator, it will also come up. Um, I will be on another podcast. I believe it'll be next week. I'm not sure. I'm recording it next Wednesday evening. Um, and it's the Modern Militia podcast. And it's a new show. Um, I know one of the guys that's doing it. They're based in the US. And there's been significant investment put into this podcast. I watched the first show yesterday, or half the first first show, because the uh, I had to I had to do family stuff. Um, I was very slick. It was very good. If you're, um, if you enjoy the sort of stuff I talk about, then you're going to enjoy this. The guys go hard. You know, they they're not they're not mincing their words. They're not scared. They've had views, and they are more more than confident enough to back them up. Um, and I I expect good things for those. And I can't wait to go on it, actually. I'm really, really genuinely looking forward to next week. Um, so apart from that, that's five and a half minutes of pure shilling, in it? Um, so before, before we go into the fucking depths of the fucking depressing stuff that we've got to talk about today, I thought we'd do something light. And uh, Britney Spears... Britney Spears, Free Britney, um, posted two complete fucking nudes up on her uh, Instagram the other day. I know this isn't the normal stuff I talk about most of the time, but fuck me, what a time to be alive. Uh, Free Britney is absolutely the best Britney, and I think we can all be safe assured that if, if ever you were thinking to yourself at any time in the past, I'd love to watch Britney Spears' sex tape, it's clearly a matter of time, isn't it? This is not. This, you know, th- there might as well be a delivery date on it right right now. But yeah, I I just thought that was fucking crazy. So I thought I'd bring it up because it's quite it's nice and light hearted, which is not what's going on in Canada right now. Um, Trudeau in an interview, a television interview, turned around and said that Canadians are angry and frustrated with the unvaccinated. He went on to accuse the to to accuse the unvaccinated of putting Canada at risk and all other Canadians through not getting vaccinated. Um, I'm at the point now where I genuinely don't care what anyone's opinion is on vaccinations i don't i I just don't care because i don't believe anybody should have an opinion on somebody else's fucking bodily choices um but he turned around and i think this was the this was quite a clever thing and uh well it's it's clever and it isn't you know it's it's not it's not clever because the it's a bad outcome but he's been smart in what he's done because he first of all he told, he turned around and said about the um the unvaccinated unvaccinated being dangerous and then he then turned around and said that most unvaccinated people are misogynists and racist and the the idea that you could first of all make that fucking conclusion like how how that comes around that because somebody doesn't want an experimental vaccine 
come at me. It fucking is experimental and it's an emergency use. Um, because they don't want an experimental vaccine. How does that equal being racist and misogynist? I mean, it's it's almost a meme, isn't it? It's like almost a leftist meme of like, oh, you're, you're racist, because there's nothing else to say. Um, and the other interesting thing, I, he, he popped up in this fucking nugget of hatred he came out with. He said, uh, it's not just about governments uh, and health workers' frustration. Uh, there are Canadians who still continue to choose not to get vaccinated. Um when we see people, uh, when we see cancer treatments and electric sur- electric surgeries, elective surgeries, uh, put off because beds are filled with people who chose not to get vaccinated, they're frustrated, and it makes me angry. Um, the, I, have an, I have an issue with this. Now, I don't know what the hospital rates are for uh, care for Canada. I also don't don't know how they uh, even even if I was given them how they um, decide who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated now, given like the one jab, two jabs, three jabs more policy that we have. Uh, but in Canada, the 81% of the po- adult population is vaccinated. Um, 90, 90% of the 12 and olders and 39% of the 5 to 11-year-olds that I think is fucking disgusting. And it makes me, genuinely makes me feel sick when I see that statistic. Uh, the fact they're vaccinating 5-year-olds. It's just beyond the pale to me how somebody... Could, some, with Even if the evidence of uh, uh, myocarditis is inconclusive, just the fucking threat of it yeah, well, we've been through we've been through two years of this pandemic, two years already. Sweden didn't even shut a school down. We know we we know where we stand with children in this virus, and for some reason it feels like we're taking steps backwards, and I don't understand why. Um, I think it's. I think there is evil intent to this at best, and as I've said before about how I, how I feel about it. Um, I think the most logical conclusion is um, it's money and a a child arm is just as valuable as an adult arm if you can get something in it. Um, and especially go, moving into this fucking subscription model that we seem to be moving into. Um, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's the most logical compu- conclusion and the most grounded one. Doesn't necessarily mean it's right. I mean, I'm... All fucking bets are off. All bets are fucking off from me for, for me right now because the world is so fucked up and so confusing and there's so many different crazy things going on which we'll, we're going to talk about a few more of them later on. Like, I'm not taking anything off the table from fucking Ike's wildest theory to fucking... It's just big fucking pharmaceutical companies that just want to pump money and they see every person that walks past their door as the potential like money printer for the the most amount of drugs they can manage to stick into that person um but yeah i so i'm not i'm not the only thing i am taking off the table now is that there is any good in government 
I've there is I, I tweeted before that I in the thirty nine years I've been alive, I just realized I have seen no evidence, no evidence that any government that I've ever seen in my entire life has the best interest interest of its people at heart. And I just I simply I don't trust it. I don't and I'm I'm tired of these things being politicized as well. I said something the other day about um one of the local politicians over here, and I was immediately hit with, "Oh well, you know, it's it's better than this." And he goes, "No, I, I'm not. I'm not getting drawn into a fucking right or left argument with this. All government is fucking awful, especially in the UK. But I mean, I, I I don't think it's any different anywhere else. But the UK is just. I don't know what it is." I don't know. No one knows what side anyone's on. There's fucking things coming up going, Keir Starmer is a, is a prime minister in waiting. And there's people that I know that are so anti Boris Johnson, they don't even realize that the fucking other side is shit as well. Um, just crazy. But anyway, sorry, back to the Canadian thing. Um, so sorry, 81% has, has uh, received at least one dose. Ninety percent of twelve year old, twelve twelve or so and older have uh, have received uh, one dose, and thirty nine percent of five to eleven year olds receive one dose. Fully vaccinated. I'm sorry, I got my fucking things mixed up here. Fully vaccinated. The total po- total population is seventy six uh, percent, uh, and twelve and olders is eighty seven percent. Only this is quite odd. Uh, out of the considering there's thirty nine percent five to elevens, double vaccinated is only one one percent. So I'd have to look at the rollout times, but I don't. I think the uh, the rollout's been going for a few, couple of months now, hasn't it, for the five year olds in Canada? So it I, I, that concerns me. It concerns me why thirty nine percent of parents thought it was a good idea to get one. And then something has happened, which has fucking made that number drop down to one point two nine percent. That's you know you're you're missing one point one million about there that were, were probably eligible for a second go, and just their parents have decided hmm, I'm not so sure about this. So yeah, that's be interesting to see where that goes, but. I, 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 I genuinely believe that this, uh, what what Trudeau said in his interview, might be the the most dangerous rhetoric that I've ever seen a politician come out with in my lifetime. Um, this segregation of like trying to divide people, you know, it's what we've been. We've been divided by everything already. You know, we, we were already divided on race. We were already divided on gender. We were already divided by sex. And now we're trying to be... Now they're trying to divide us with, like, medical classification. What's left? Wait, what, what will be left for people to... Well, large groups of people to come together about? We've got art... And fucking sport left. And oddly enough, sport causes arguments so that we can take that away. So what have we got? Art. Art's like the la- is that going to be the last bastion of um, human society getting together to enjoy something? Well, 
only if you're vaccinated because if you're trying to if you're trying to watch any of that art in somewhere which has got a large venue then that's not going to happen either um over in the 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 second worst place i think i think it's a it's a toss up isn't it between new zealand uh, australia and um uh canada for who's like for for fucking totalitarian idol they are the finalists so far they're doing really well they're giving their i'm i'm sure kim jong un is looking over the border going fuck me They've caught on fast. It took us years to get this like this. Um, so Northern Territory is entering a snap lockdown to introduce an introdu- introduction of a vaccine pass system. Now, I don't like the idea of calling this a snap lockdown because that seems over-encompassing, doesn't it? It, all, it seems like, oh my God, they're going into lockdown again. They're not going into lockdown. They're just locking down the unvaccinated. Um, as of, oh, what was the date? Can't find the date. Um, I think it's now actually. I think it started on the fifth. Yes, the uh, this this article was posted yesterday, and uh, it states at the top of the article. Uh, as of one p.m. today, uh, until midday on Monday, lockdowns on uh on. The whole of the Northern Territory has been put into lockdown. Sorry, there we go. Um, so the break for uh, till Monday appears to be to get the vaccine passport in, uh, in order. And then after that, only the vaccinated will be allowed to leave the house. You're, um, if you are unvaccinated, you can leave your house for three things. Three things. Going to buy food. Going to look after a sick relative if they can't look after themselves, uh, or going to get medical attention. The top two, if you take out, unless it's a hospital visit, um, the top two can only be done within 30 kilometers of your house, I believe. Um, And it's... It's just insane. Like the they, they've deemed the uh, like uh, as far as the essential things, the hours exercise is now non-essential. So if you are unvaccinated, you can't go out for your hours exercise. So the only reason you can leave your house is to buy food, look after a sick loved one, or go to hospital. Um, they've also taken away the um, right to work because yeah, thirty kilometers you can't travel outside your house. Um, because going to work is now not an essential thing if you're unvaccinated. Um, this is unbelievable. And if I'd have said this was going to happen, and maybe I did say it was going to happen, to be perfectly honest, but how like, how long can we go for? How long can we carry on without realizing that the the conspiracy theorists were right? The conspiracy theorists were right all along. They were right about the uh, the vaccine not having the efficacy that it was being touted at first. They were right about vaccine passports. They were right about death uh, deaths being miscalculated because of the way they're being um, uh, put together. Um. 
and they, they were right about the fact that they were going to start locking down the unvaccinated. Now, what's next? What's in the, what? What are the conspiracy theorists going to be right about? Um, let's think. The idea that the vaccine might affect um, the the immune system. Well, Omicron seems to be fucking running rampant, and uh, it doesn't seem to care whether you're vaccinated or not. And from the people I speak to, I, I I can literally only use my personal experience here. Um, from having COVID in the last couple of weeks, um, getting over it really quickly, uh, not having, uh, I mean, I've having mild, like the mildest of symptoms. You know, I, I've like had a bit of a cough, had one one night, as you know, with a bit of fever dreams. There was a slight tightness in my chest, a little bit, but nothing. Nothing nothing to even warrant me going to see a doctor, let alone going to hospital. Uh, I'm nothing. I, I Over the course of my entire COVID experience, I took four paracetamol. So um, nothing for me, nothing to worry, worry about there. And I'm, I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not an athlete by any stretch of the imaginations. We're going to talk about an athlete in a little bit. Um, but when I speak to people who are, like, tri-jabbed with the old boost as well. Um, Everybody I speak to has had a worse go of it than I did. Like, everybody I speak to has had a worse go than I did. And every one of those people was vaccinated. Um, I actually... I'm, I'm actually the only unvaccinated person I know who just got COVID. Um... But you know, fuck. Is that not is that not worrying? Is that not worrying that you go out, you you do what the government's told you to do, and what the you followed the science. You've done your two jabs, and then they've turned around and said, "Might need a third. And you've gone, oh, "I don't really want a third, but here we go. Must follow the science." I done the three. Got sick got sick for like 10 days some people feeling really bad that i spoke to as well like properly couldn't run up the stairs without being out of breath um i just wanked my way through it uh but is that not a concern that they do that and then so an unhealthy nearly 40 year old man um with a kidney complaint like if i hadn't have if i hadn't have seen that test on my dad's kitchen table and gone, should I just do it just to see? I'd have never known. I'd have never known. I'd have breezed through it, probably gone out what, like the the, uh, the night that I was there. I'd have g- gone out, got drunk, woke up in the morning with my headache thinking, oh, I've got a hangover. I'd have gone through the hangover. I'd have felt better. And then I'd have been on my jolly way for the rest of time. Is that not fucking worrying? That the guy that doesn't do any of the things that are supposed to stop that thing happening is fine. But people that are the same physical condition as him, same age as him, if not younger and fitter, to be perfectly honest, because like most of the people I know which have had it are 
the same age as me or a bit younger. And realistically, I think everybody I know has a, a fitter human being than I am. How come that wasn't me that was sick for 10 days? And I re- genuinely, I'm not even, um, I'm, I'm not even trying to come across as like conspiracy theorists. That's a genuine question. Why? And like someone turned around to me the other day and said, yeah, well, you were, uh, you, you've been saying all along, haven't you? you? You've been taking like vitamins and stuff. You know, like t- saying that to me, like I was the fucking idiot. Like I did something wrong. Because I, I, to be perfectly honest, because I listened to a couple of doctors on on Joe Rogan at the beginning of the pandemic. At the beginning of the pandemic, he had people on talking about uh, good ways to boost the immune immune system. I listened to all that. I went onto Amazon. I spent thirty pound for a year's supply of what I take every morning now. And this person was speaking to me like I cheated. Like I, I somehow cheated my way out of COVID. It's like, yeah, well, you didn't. It's not that like you didn't have it without taking like vitamins and stuff. And you think, but you, you didn't do anything. You didn't, you didn't try and help yourself. I mean, I could have done more. I could have lost weight. I could have exercised more. Um, could have drank less. So it's not. It's not like I suddenly decided to ter- make my whole life. Like, how can I battle this fucking killer virus on my own? I didn't devote myself to it. I simply took a multivitamin, a vitamin D tablet, turmeric and something else that it mixed in with it, and some cod liver oil, and that's also got some vitamin D in it as well. That's all I did. Was that why? Was that why? Am I just genetically one of those people that COVID doesn't really affect? Maybe. I mean, I don't get massively sick all the time. You know, I I genuinely, if I get a cold, I just get a bit of a cold and it comes and goes. So maybe it is. Maybe I've got a reasonably good immune system. My father's got a good immune immune system. He's never sick. Um, So maybe it was that, but... Who knows? But yeah, what what's going on in these countries like Canada and Austria? Uh, Canada, Austria, obviously Austria, another bad one. But I'm, I meant to say Australia. Um, it's it's pretty scary, and I can't. I I went shopping this afternoon. I was walking around our local supermarket. It's it's in my town, and uh, I we'll talk a little bit later on about the. Um, podcast Rogan did with Malone being taken off YouTube and the reasons for it, why that was. Um, and his like mass psychosis thing, uh, Malone's mass psychosis idea is, I don't think it's his idea actually. I think he just repeated it. I think he, I think he quoted whose, whose idea it was on the podcast. I forget who it was. I'm not a huge supporter of masks. Um, in fact, I hate wearing them, genuinely hate wearing them. As soon as I get one, I feel like my face starts to itch and I feel, uh, I can feel it in my throat. It gives me a sore throat really quickly. Um, but I I will wear them when lots of other people are wearing them. And it means I'm obviously not 
immune to the mass psychosis thing. And that's the thing. I think most people wear a mask because they're worried that the people around them are not wearing them and people don't want to be singled out. They don't want to look odd. Maybe I need more of a backbone with these things. Um, I do think it's ridiculous to say they don't work, though. That's one thing. Because I, I, I know I've said myself, masks don't work. And it's. I was only thinking about it today when I was speaking to somebody else about it. And it's too broad a statement, that. Because clearly, clearly masks will do something. Because you, like large droplets, um, you can pass viruses on through spit and snot. It's how they fucking spawn anew. But the aerosol, when people say about being airborne, I don't think the masks will stop that sort of thing. Uh, and I, my, my, my big problem, which is what I probably haven't um, put across well, is is you need to you need to measure the damage, what damage is caused. Right, it can't be healthy, regardless what anyone wants to say to me. I'm not going to get into things that I don't massively understand. But if you if you're going to turn around to me and say sticking that thing over your face all day is perfectly fine and there is no ill health going to come of it, I'm going to call you a fucking liar because you know as much about that as I do, probably because that does not make sense. It, it look at it as an as an animal having a gaping big hole right next to the bit where your brain is is not a great thing as far as safety goes pretty bad doesn't work well it lets dust in it lets water in you can drown through it you can fucking choke yourself to death by eating things that are too big having a gaping big hole at the front of your face is not a good fucking thing evolution wise so there's a fucking reason we need a massive vent and I don't think we should be closing it up. Go stick a fucking something over the, over your exhaust. See how well your car runs if you stop your car exhausting. Um, so that uh, there's the health imp- implications of it. I hate the fact that we're doing it in schools. Fuck, we, we again, it's cowardly adults that aren't looking after children. I, genu- I genuinely think if you put a mask on your child, you're abusing your child. Genuinely believe it's child abuse. Um, and it's so, it's like just social cues. Like you look at a kid when it when you look at a kid, it's like it's like communicating with a dog most of the time. And the to take away that feeling when you look at a child and you have a big smile on your face and they glow back at you to eliminate that because you're fucking scared. I I'll risk my life for a hug and a smile. Absolutely. I n- I never realized until all this bullshit went on just how much of a like how, just how much I enjoy normal communication with people. So it's I feel we I feel we've taken steps backwards. That's my problem. I feel in this whole thing somehow End of this year, begin, be, uh, end of last year, beginning of this year, it feels like we've moved back in time a year and it shouldn't be the case. We should be, we should be throwing the masks away now, not on the ground. That's fucking awful. Sick of seeing masks on the ground. 
Maybe we should be testing ourselves a little bit less. Maybe you don't need to do it all the time. Maybe maybe test yourself if you don't feel well. How's that? You know, in the same way as like you wouldn't go to the doctors. You wouldn't go to the doctor and go, might be ill. And the doctor says, how are you feeling? I feel great. Okay, well, what are you doing here? I might be ill. I said, well, you know, if you're not, if you if there's no symptoms, how am I supposed to diagnose you? Could be asymptomatic for something. Could be asy. I could have a bowler. You know, yeah, but you, you probably don't have a bowler. Yeah, but I could be asymptomatic, and it's that your doctor then wouldn't send you off for blood tests because you feel perfectly fine. Um, and I'm, I just, I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm not the biggest believer in, um asymptomatic transmission for this i feel from what i've seen in my professional opinion as a painter and decorating podcaster uh it seems to be flaky and um i'm i wonder whether that's been something that to explain away iffy tests if i'm perfectly honest if you've got asymptomatic transmission then it doesn't matter how many people come back with false positives because they're not it's not a false positive you just you're just asymptomatic so uh, Novak Djokovic, I don't know, Djokovic, Djokovic, not sure how you pronounce it, not a big tennis fan, but he's been refused entry into Australia over his vaccine exem- exemption. World's number one te- tennis player, 35 years of age, I believe, 35, 34, something like that, mid-30s, um, one of the physically fittest people in the world. Tennis players are pretty fit, aren't they? Pretty fit people, tennis players. Um, and yeah, he's not not been allowed into the country. I believe he is still in the hotel room. Um, his dad put a video out saying that he was being held captive. Um, the Australian government has since said that he was free to leave whenever he wants to. And as of an hour ago, it looks like Novak is going to appeal this. Um, I'm not sure why he would have an ex- exemption, but... This could be a big thing if if his ex- exemption is then held up, it creates a precedent. And I believe that this is what the um, the government have tried to do to him. I think they've used him as a like to to send a message. Um, but I think you're going to find this more and more, aren't you? I mean, um, we know how. COVID affects people that are in bad physical condition. So the idea that the world's fittest people probably don't want to have a vaccination because let's be perfectly honest, they if they're if they're with if they have little to no chance of becoming particularly sick from COVID, then they probably have more chance of a adverse reaction doing something bad to them if they're in such phys- good physical condition. So it'll be interesting for me. I mean, the only sport I'm really into is Formula One. I feel that there has been nothing really said about Formula One drivers and their vaccine statuses, which is probably good because it's none of my fucking business. Um, but if Formula One's going to go back to Australia, it will be interesting to see if anybody in the Formula One circus is also denied entry uh, to Australia. But yeah, this is going to be... Um, it's kind of a litmus test, isn't it? Because... I do believe these um, these things are, but like infringing on human rights. 
But again, it's it's up to a country. If that's what the country want to do, then that's fine. But it doesn't make it right. You know, I'm sick of hearing things like that, to be perfectly honest. You know, it's all about their country, they, they can do everything. You know, well, you know, we, we go to war with countries for breaching human rights acts. So, you know, if it just because you've you've decided that in this particular case you don't care about that section of society that's being hurt by these human rights violations doesn't make it any less fucking horrible if anything it makes you a bit horrible for not caring enough um scott morrison um said mr Djokovic's visa has been cancelled rules are rules especially when it comes to our borders no one is above uh, is above these rules our strong border policies uh have been critical in Australia having the lowest death rate in the world for COVID-19. We are continuing to be vigilant. Now, unfortunately for Mr. Morrison, uh, there was a press conference with an MP, I believe, but I can't remember what his name was, uh, in Victoria, where he was asked by the Australian press if the new health rules um, included MPs, and he was forced to say, no, the health rules only apply to citizens and not MPs. So when Mr. Morrison says that uh, rules are rules, uh, especially when it comes to borders, no one is above the root these rules, he's fucking lying because him himself is above those fucking rules. So, yeah, I, I hope, like, I'm... Again, I don't like tennis players, but I like people with fucking morals. I like people with morals and conviction... And um, I uh, I wish him all the best, and I hope they overturn this. I hope he plays that fucking tournament, and I hope he fucking wins it. Then there'll be a it'll, it'll be an unvaccinated will be considered a uh, a performance enhancing drug. Imagine that. Um, Boris Johnson, I should have had this in really with the Trudeau thing. Boris Johnson is uh, had an anti-vax attack saying. Uh, uh, these conspiracy theories are completely wrong and mumbo jumbo. Um, now, that was kind of all he said, and I, th- I just, I just found it fucking hilarious that he should refer to any anything as complete nonsense that isn't himself. Um, I'm utterly flabbergasted at how bad Boris Johnson is. I, and I, and again, I'm not even sure it's Boris Johnson and. I'm almost convinced that 90% of what we're seeing right now is coming from uh, people like Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. I'm 100% convinced that the Great Reset is... Well, I mean, of course the Great Reset's a real thing. It's on the World Economic Forum's website, but um, I think it's a global... It's, it's, It's a global fucking initiative, isn't it? Never have I, never have you seen, and it's even, even now, I mean, we've got countries that are harsher. Um, England seems to be, well, you know, it's England's not as bad a place to be as, say, Canada seems to, is if you, if you don't want to do the jibby jabs or, and you don't want to, uh, be get, like, play papers, please, to go and get your groceries. Um, but I, I can't help feel that it's all in the way. I can't help feel that it's, this is just a creeping thing. And what's happened is you have Canada and Australia and New Zealand 
are test beds and because it seems to go in like severity doesn't it like new zealand's really fucking tough australia's tough but not quite as tough as what new zealand is and then you've got canada which seems to be a little bit more relaxed than the other two um is that a creeping uh a creeping scale of authoritarianism where uh, Australia and Canada will catch up with New Zealand or as I think it is these are tests to see what they can get away with to see how far cause it, like somebody when they when they take a company over and like a company will take a, uh, will take like another company over stick one of their guys in he'll run around the gaff and go right I want to do this 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 and this and what happens is you might change this this and this um, but this, 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 and this don't happen to come to fruition. I feel we're going to end up in some sort of middle ground by the time this is all over. Somewhere between where the UK is now and where New Zealand are. You know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll come in the way of... Um, I think there's going to be real pressure on people that don't want to get vaccinated within the, this year. And then when they've hit that point where you go, we're not going to get any more, that's going to be the the interesting part. Um, I feel that the sensible way to look at it would be um, that they will then move to testing the unvaccinated and just make it awkward, you know, Make it really awkward so every time you go in somewhere you've got to do a lateral flow test. Something like that. Or you know, it's make it a PCR test. They they will they will do something to make the lives of the unvaccinated awkward because they are the powers that be are clearly angry. They they're angry with the with the dissenters essentially. Um Do we end up in a situation where fucking camps are built, quarantine camps? Not going to call them concentration camps, but you know if the hat fits, uh, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But it also sounds ridiculous that there's anywhere in the civilized Western world where somebody now can't go for a walk for an hour, or can't go to work and provide for themselves. I mean, that's the thing. What fucking good is it allowing somebody to go and buy groceries in Australia in th- this part of Australia? What good is it allowing people to go and get groceries if you're not going to allow them to go to work to get the money to buy the groceries, to pay the rent, to build the house, to buy the groceries, to put the groceries in the house? That could have been said better. Um, but yeah, I I feel we're going to get to this situation where you're either showing your health pass or you're getting tested all the time. And it's not good. Mainly, the um, to me, this... This the whole vaccine passport seems to be the end game. This digital ID, be on your phone. There's a uh, they're working on chips to put the vaccine passport into you. There was a um, one of the developers from Microsoft actually turned around in a conference call and said, "There's no way that you cannot that this is not going to happen." Um, think of the money this infrastructure is costing. Think of the money that vaccine passport infrastructure is costing and then try and convince yourself 
that all this money is being spent just to use for a year and then throw away. Fuck, fuck off. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to think that all this stuff is being put in place and then as soon as the pandemic's over, we can all go back to normal and everything will all be the same. You've been fucking lied to. You've been lied to about all this. I don't think things are going back to normal. I think we have... The, the, the only way to get things back to, back to normal is massive civil disobedience. Like, to, uh, to, the, to the borderline of um, action, you know, I just, I can't see any way this, it, it either it either ends in this dystopian surveillance state or it ends in revolution. I, I, both are terrifying. But, um, sure missed the 90s about now. Um, <coughs> speaking of concentration camps, um, YouTube has been launching Joe Rogan's podcast with Dr. Moan off the platform. No platform for use. Uh, obviously, Rogan is wrapped up in his um, uh, deal with Spotify. So he does. He can't actually upload stuff himself to, to uh, YouTube. So third parties have been uploading that podcast to YouTube. Within hours, uh, it, it began to get ripped down. And now I imagine it probably ended with a community guideline strike. Um, the the reason for bringing this, pulling this podcast down, and if you haven't listened to that show yet, I fucking beg you to do it. Like, it's... Um, I think Rogan is so important right now because it's the only mainstream source... The two sort of that sort of push this, like the the other side, the other science, if you want, the other side of it. Um, you know the. It was a fascinating podcast. It was a scary podcast, and um, I I don't know what to make of it. If I'm perfectly honest, I don't. I'm I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know where it ends, but. That's um, again. I'm not. I'm not really bringing this up because I, I brushed over this last week. I'm not bringing up to say the same thing to you over and over again. What I am going to say to say about it is it was t- uh, it was taken down because of uh, Nazi Germany comparisons, and this was the mass formation psychosis idea that um, uh, Malone was talking about. The idea that if you get a um, a fractured society that's also in a a a form of extreme stress that you want something to fix it and uh people are willing to go along with quite diabolical things if it they they believe they will be okay in the end um and that's why it was taken down now if if you would do me the do if you would cast your mind back to uh only a few years ago when there was a Mr. Donald Trump in the office in America um 
I remember him being referred to as literally Hitler by every fucking teenage tween, wait, tweener influencer on the internet. Everyone was referring to um, Donald Trump as being like a dictator um and he, you know, he was it was he he was dragged into I mean anti-semitism racism sexism anyism you can possibly fucking think of was was thrown at the guy and again I'm not I'm not a Trump supporter um if anything I believe the uh I I believe more of the presidents are selected and not elected thing and uh what we're in now, the the the, the madness that's been circling us, maybe that doesn't happen without Trump in office first. Maybe he was enough of a destabilizing element to divide the right and the left, not just in America but globally. You know, it's you you, you would speak to someone in left wing that was in the UK, bring Donald Trump, they go, I, I hate Donald Trump. And you go, why? And they go, I don't know. I hate him. And then you speak to people on the right. And they go, oh, yeah, I love Donald. Yeah, I love him. Oh, he's great. Uh, and then you'd have all the QAnon people in the middle as well. And that was all fucking bullshit and crazy stuff. Um, I mean, I, I paid attention to the QAnon thing. I was, I, never, I was never on board with it as I have been on board with some other conspiracies. I think there was real information leaked out. I think it was some sort of psyop, and I don't believe it was organic. Um, and I believe that there was genuine truths hidden amongst the bullshit. Because if you put, if you sprinkle a little bit of truth in a conspiracy, then that anchors people into it, and then you can spread nonsense over the top of it, and they'll eat the nonsense up because they're anchored by the truth that was originally seeded in it. Um, but yeah, I'm I confused how we all of a sudden a legitimate legitimate expert in his field can have a podcast stripped from YouTube and um, because of the Nazi Germany comparison when nobody cared what anybody said about the big orange menace uh, oh, d- just quickly before we before we wrap the show up, um, I think Rogan's in for a rough time. Uh, I think he's, I think he's aggravating people. I'm, I I don't think I'm being hyperbolic to say that, as, especially as a fan. I'm a little bit worried about him. I'm a little bit worried about the people he's having on. I'm worried about the, uh, the machine. I believe he's taking on. And I believe it is it, it is a machine that he and other people... Or I shouldn't say he's not taken on. It's not like he's decided that he's going to become the leader of the free world. Um, I believe he sided with the right side of history on this argument. And um, I just... I'm, I'm wonder, I wonder what the wrong side will do to silence the biggest voice on the other side. Uh, especially when you look at the... Um, like numbers for Rogan, like Rogan's numbers aren't what they used to be since he went to Spotify because obviously only people on Spotify can listen to his podcast. So he is, but he is still, even with that, the largest podcast in the world. So on that single platform, 
he gets more 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 listens than like impulsive like the jake paul podcast which is actually actually really good um and like obviously uh sorry logan paul obviously his podcast is on all the platforms so you know the uh he's got all the platforms rogan's just on spotify rogan still pick it um this american life massive podcast on all things rogan still bigger average per show and that's an average so you you take the big ones like though if he gets alex jones on or something like that so obviously those ones are probably going to have more than this but the average listener figures is 11 million 11 million people is your average listener figure um in comparison the second most listened oh, sorry the most listened to show using the nielsen rating uh in america was a tucker carlson tonight with the Tucker Carlson tonight? No, Tucker Carlson tonight, and that was three point two four million. The five, no idea what that is. Two point eight nine million. Hannity, two point nine four million. Uh, Fox News, uh, prime time, uh, two point three seven million. Uh, uh, Rachel Maddow show is two point uh, two two oh million, two zero million even. Um, MSNBC prime time. 1.27 and CNN primetime 0. 0.82 800,000 people for primetime CNN see people aren't as stupid as you think they are but um yeah I so I do I think he's um I think he's providing a great service right now and uh, I do I, I, you know, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, you guys know I've always been a massive fan of Rogan's, and um, he always comes, he's always come across as a guy with a, a tremendous amount of moral integrity, um, and I think that's no more evident than essentially going against going against the grain. He could have quite easily just stayed away from this stuff. He could have stayed away from it. He could have just had Fauci on and uh, nodded. And you know, just carried on, but he's not doing it. He's uh, he's giving a voice to the guys that are getting cancelled and the guys that are getting stripped off social media. And I'll be perfectly honest: if you're go- if there's a machine out there that's gonna rip somebody off social media for something they're gonna say, I mean, there has to be a time where you go: if they don't want me to hear this, it's probably I, I probably need to hear it anyway. This has been This Is Cheaper Than Therapy. Remember, there will be another Alien Addict show up very soon. Uh, That went live yesterday on Ollie's YouTube channel. You should check his YouTube channel out. That will be up in a couple of days on audio form. Um, Again, I'll be on the Modern Militia podcast next Wednesday. We are recording it, so I'm not sure when their upload dates are or if it'll be a week later or something like that. But I will fill you in on when i'll be on that uh, apart from that if any of you guys listen to this podcast have podcasts that you want me to come and guest on or you'd like to come and guest on this podcast get in touch with me i'm at a total shunt on social media i'm about i'm always on twitter uh, i'm quite surprised i've never had a twitter warning to be perfectly honest i probably should have done um so yeah get in touch with me and we'll hook something up uh, i i'm more than interested and it, it, even if you listen to a, if you listen to a podcast and you think i would be good on there 
get in touch with them and try and get me on their podcast. I want to do more collabs over the course of this year. Um, other than that, I will fucking see you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. And um, try not to let the apocalypse get you down. If the world is on fire, we should have a barbecue. <laughs>